take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. All right. This week we are talking about the imitation game. This war. We're not winning it. If you speak a word of what I'm about to show you, you will be executed for high treason. It's beautiful. It's the greatest encryption device in history, and the Germans use it for all communications. Everyone thinks Enigma is unbreakable. Let me try, and we'll know for sure. Mr. Turing, do you know how many died because of it? I don't. Three. While we've been having this conversation. Gentlemen, meet Mr. Turing. We need to work together, then. I'm afraid these men would only slow me down. Popular at school, were you? We're short on staff. We get more staff, then. You have six minutes to complete the task. Is it even possible? No, it takes me eight. Five minutes and 34 seconds. You said to do it in under six. What is it that we're really doing? We were going to break an unbreakable Nazi code and win the war. Oh. You know, to pull off this irascible genius routine, one actually has to be a genius. I'm designing a machine that will allow us to break every message, every day, instantly. You're going to need all the help you can get, and they are not going to help you if they do not like you. Have you decrypted a single German message? You will never understand the importance of what I am creating here. Our patience has expired. No! If you fire Helen, well, then you'll have to fire me. Me too. And me. You better bloody work. Helen, you do not have to do this alone. What are you doing? What's going on? The Navy thinks that one of us is a Soviet spy. You've got more secrets than the best of them. What if I don't fancy her in that way? Can't tell anyone, Helen. It's illegal. I'm just a mathematician. Sometimes it is the people who no one imagines anything of who do the things that no one can imagine. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Also, happy Halloween. Today is actually Halloween. Today is Halloween. It will come out a week later, but the day we're recording is Halloween. So that's pretty exciting. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. And before we get into the imitation game, Joe is going to give a little mini review on Halloween Kills because he missed the last episode. (laughs) Yes, I, I made the amazing mistake of watching the uh, john carpenter's halloween instead of halloween kills but did it help well yeah i mean it it, because it is in the same like timeline like i actually did find it helpful because like uh the kid who was then who uh laurie was babysitting and he was like you know a big part in in halloween kills so like it was useful to have that like fresh on my mind that's true Um, did you watch 2018 as well 
I didn't, but I, I remembered that. And okay. I actually, that was the one I, I mean, Wait, get into it. Okay. Give us your little mini. So I, I really liked the original one. Um, like that's just a classic. I actually also, I, I liked almost even more the one, uh, from 2018, um, mm. where, where they kind of brought it back. Cause it felt like a continuation of a story. That's, that's my thing. I like when they weave stories together. Um, this one made no sense to me. Uh, <laughs> No question. It, Before you yeah. really dive into it, did you listen to the episode yet or no? Well, so I it, it started playing because I was just cruising through podcasts, but then I hadn't watched the movie yet. Oh, I didn't okay. want any spoilers. So I, I stopped listening to it. So I haven't okay. finished last week's episode yet. Because I'd be curious to hear what, to, for you to hear what we thought. Versus- I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to it because I, I want to know. But okay. um, And I just wanted to say that if a story is your kind of thing, this is not your movie. Yeah, just <laughs> there... describe this as the Mad Libs of Halloween movies. <laughs> yeah, Halloween yeah, night. it's like just fill in fill in the missing word, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I felt like if you wanted to just see Michael Myers mess people up, you probably loved this movie. But like, that's pretty much all it was. <laughs> I felt like like you know it. I think there's supposed to be one more, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Halloween. So I, I feel like this is like classic, like second movie. Like there's not really much to it. It's just like holding together the 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 first and the third. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It it just seemed like like almost laughably ridiculous at times. Like the mob scenes at the hospital. Oh, yeah. I was just like, what is going on? Like <laughs> that's literally what we kind of thought too. I mean. we were talking about how this was made for Halloween fans. Like, like for me, like the story was all over the place. Obviously wasn't my favorite Halloween. Wasn't my least favorite. Like it it was, I'm actually really excited to watch this again over and over every Halloween. Cause it is fun. Like, even though there's no story and the characters are ridiculous, I think it's still a fun Halloween movie. Like for what it is, I'm like, it's fun. The kills are great. And I like the characters. I think I like the, this world, like the David Gordon green Halloween world. I like that a lot. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I do think it's it's an interest like this that storyline that stems from the original feels like the one that should exist. Yeah, um, agreed. to me. But the 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 other thing with this one that kind of just felt laughably ridiculous to me is just like there was like a lot of like uh, things that probably like looked good on a script but just didn't come off good on the movie yeah. like like everyone like chanting evil dies tonight and it's like like that, yeah. that's probably like a good thing to say like once in passing but like right they really hammered that home and i was like oh my god evil dies tonight yeah, <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> that was ridiculous for sure i think like that secondary patient storyline was kind of ridiculous that wasn't really needed and there's a lot of like sub characters jesse and i were talking about like a lot of random stories storylines that like were not needed like at all it's a bad yeah. tommy too the Tommy, yeah, we didn't like the Tom. We didn't like this Tommy. So I was telling Jesse in Halloween Six, The Curse of Michael Myers, Paul Rudd's feature. Oh, well, I think he's in Clueless, but it's the same year. I don't know which one came out first, but it's his first essentially lead role, quote unquote, is in Halloween Six. He plays Tommy Doyle, like grown up version. And they actually approached him for this movie, I think, but I think he turned it down. But he was way better at the adult Tommy Doyle than Anthony Michael Hall, because like. Anthony Michael Hall is too like bulky and just like about to fuck shit up. Like, 
yeah he, he looks like he's just looking to start a fight which is like or like start right. up a crowd which is basically what he did it didn't make any sense for his it, it, it also <laughs> that whole thing kind of took me out of it because i felt bad for the inmate who like ended up yeah out it made me sad and like in a movie like this i just want to be scared right and like i was it, it took me completely out of it yeah you know? i agree that's that that was not very good no what but, did you think about the flashback like the 70s flashback uh i liked that part um you know because it, it it that's the thing like i like when movies tie into you know you know pre you know, the same world or whatever like like that right. that's something i always like about movies it's like that's why i like some of the marvel movies that's why i like mm-hmm. some like lord of the rings like all, all these like series when they tie back into themselves it just makes it feel more interesting to me totally um so that i was my, like that yeah. part that was my favorite. I think one of my favorite scenes throughout the whole franchise. I think it was, it was done so well. And you just watched 78. So it's like, I personally, I thought it looked visually identical to the original movie and it sounded similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually built all that. That was all in the studio. Oh, really? It was all studio. And then the Michael Myers, uh, sorry, Michael Myers was also, it wasn't no CGI. The mask was real. The Loomis was also real. That was a real person with makeup on, which wow. is crazy because it looks just like the original Loomis, so. Yeah. I feel like um, the other thing that kind of, I don't know, like the mask itself, like I know he was like in like a burning building. So like I get like how it, it just looked different to me. Um, oh, and I mask? think it, yeah. And I think that's oh, yeah. because of the fact that he was like literally burning in a basement. Right. But, um but like even that, like I don't think that's what the mask would have looked like if it was burning in the basement. So like, I, I kind of wish it was just looked a little more normal, like like the original mask. Yeah, I agree. I like I like the OG, like just clean white. But yeah, yeah but, I wouldn't print him in a burning building for 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 me. I would have done a different um, thing. <laughs> that's <probably>. good to know. <laughs> but but I did. I, you know, it, it was fun. It, it's we watched it last night, so it was uh, you know day before Halloween, yeah. and it was it, you know it's, it's it's a good time of year to watch that kind of thing. It but, lived um, up to its name, Halloween Kills, because all the kills. So, yeah, I, yeah. So I guess it's yeah, it's aptly named. But yeah. I wouldn't say this is my favorite Halloween movie by any stretch. But um, it, it was okay. It's we literally said it's like it's literally filler. Like it's a filler movie. Like you were saying. Yeah, it, it's it's that second part, second movie in the trilogy. I think if this movie wasn't in that that timeline of Halloween I don't think I would like it as much but since it's in this timeline I think I like it way better because like I love I just love the characters I love the characters in these ones just I don't know they feel more raw and like real I guess well not Tommy Doyle but everyone else (laughs) the other thing with this with that movie is I wanted more Jamie Lee Curtis yes Hmm. Allison that's I think that's the reason I liked the 2018 one Mm -hmm. um yeah I agree because I think she's the one who who makes it feel like it's all part of that same world. Totally. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's cool. my take. I, if I had to rate it, yeah, I'd you probably give it like a five point five. Okay. Knives right. or something. Um, but that's not to say I didn't enjoy it. Like it was, it was, it was a fun movie. It's just I wouldn't say it was a good movie. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I think if you like Halloween movies, like Michael Myers, you'll probably have fun with this. Like just go into it not really expecting anything and then you'll enjoy it more yeah i'm excited to revisit this one like i think it's a fun one like i think it gets better every time i watch it not like story-wise just like it's just fun expectation wise 
Yeah. Also, one of the things I realized with this is we ended up watching this on um, on Peacock, and they mm. got some good content. I was I was really? pleasantly surprised. Oh, a little plug. Yeah. So sponsor <laughs> us, Peacock. <laughs> I do still have like the month of it. If you got any recommendations, that's true. Me too. I, I mean, we went through and watched some of the Office Halloween episodes, and like nice. you know, just some of the some of the. They have some stuff on there that like a lot of times, like if you're scrolling through Netflix and you're like, God, like there's so much to watch, but I don't know what to watch. Right. Uh-huh. I didn't have that problem with, uh, with Peacock. So I'm just saying step That's up your game, Netflix. I'm about All that. Right. Yeah. All right. I will say I saw a Kickstarter not too long ago of this app. And it was kind of like, you know, how you're scrolling through all these platforms. And you don't know what to watch. It's apparently like a Tinder for movies. You make a group of people and you all swipe like a certain amount of movies and like whatever gets the most. I was like, that's a pretty good idea because picking a movie or show can be so like annoying. You can scroll for like hours. With a group of people too. It's... Or you'll start a movie and then two minutes you're like, wait, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a weird, it's, it's almost like too much. It's like overload sometimes. Agreed. But. Cool. Yeah. Well, like, I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad you, you got the right one this it. time. You didn't love it. You didn't hate it, but yeah, I'm glad you watched it. Definitely. Cool. Imitation game. Let's do imitation game. So this was your pick. Speaking of you and your. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I uh, this is, I was I was gonna make you guys watch the original Halloween just to catch up with me here and do it in reverse order, especially yeah. since today's Halloween, but. Um, I, I figured we'd, we'd pivot off it uh, for the month of November before probably getting into some Christmas movies in December. So uh, this, this is kind of a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this is my prototypical movie. Like it's not, it's not hot fuzz, you know, it's not, uh, but I, it is a little bit of like the historical timepiece that I like. Obviously it's got a lot to do with like computers and computing and like stuff like that. So that's interesting to me. So those two kind of things like, are really the basis for why I liked the movie. Um, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. So, you know, I thought he did a good job in this role. Um, but curious to hear your takes on it. Yeah, I literally wrote this down as like a, a you movie. This just felt yeah. like a Joe movie, like historical computers. Like It's like a war movie, but for war computers. movie, but not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> So I, I was very, I kind of like, I had no knowledge of this movie. I, I mean, I knew, obviously I've heard of it, but I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know anything. All I remember, remember is like the poster art of Bernard Cumberbatch. That's all I know. So going did, to this blind. Did you know about like Enigma at all before this movie? Dude, no, I don't really know anything about that at all. So it's kind of fascinating. Like, I mean, yeah. and I don't know how much is like realistic, but it, it came off pretty realistic. And he did, Benedict did a really good job in this for sure. And I like him. I think his voice is really nice. I think he's got a very good voice. He should be a podcaster and or book narrator. But I think um, he did a really good job in this for sure. I feel like sometimes he doesn't get like, I've seen movies where he's good, but his writing isn't good for him for some reason. I don't know, but he's always solid. Like, I think he like brings a solid like um, presence to a movie or show. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the movie before. I saw it when it came out. Um, I liked it. I still don't like war movies, even when they're like it very little on the war, you know? <laughs> but Yeah, I, I was curious about that with you because I was like, I feel like Jesse could like this because it's like kind of about math. But on the other hand, it's a war movie. 
So I was like, I don't know which way it's going to go for him. Yeah. I mean, I did my senior paper in college on cryptography in number theory. So this was like right up there. Um, but it, it was still, it's a really good movie. And but it's one of those things, I don't even know, like Benedict Cumberbatch, he was really good in the role, but something about it, I don't know if it's because he's one of those actors now who is so, who is like so big that it's just like hard to not see him as like, yeah. that's Benedict Cumberbatch, even though he, he is really good. Like he's a really good actor. Um, but it was, it. I really still enjoyed the movie. Um, I think it's definitely always like, definitely worth watching good story it's a war but it's like really the like behind the curtains how it's how do you make like something really boring like computers like a war movie you know like yeah i actually thought that was like on its face i would say that's like a hard thing to do and i feel like they did okay at that yeah yeah i mean it, it didn't get too into the weeds of like the actual enigma breaking, you know, and like still stayed on the story, um, you know, and is like an important untold for a long time piece of this story. Yeah. Um, but good, interesting, good stories. Again, not too in the weeds of like. Yeah, because I can throw you off if it's too in the weeds. Like, yeah. especially with computer stuff, like for me, like yeah. maybe it's different for you guys because I live for Joe at least because you know more about it but like if I hear like anything code related I'm like what is going on <laughs> get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> all right but yeah they did a good job of like kind of dumbing it down per se well I, I, the way I I because I, I I watched this when it came out um I think I was in college when it came out or something but like I remember learning about uh Turing machines or which is really the basis for modern day computing in college um we also there was the other thing that they kind of uh, filtered in there was was another thing I had learned about in college called the Turing test, which is kind of what um, you know basically like can I tell if this is a human or a machine? And they kind of touched on that in the interview, so they they kind of nodded to both of those things I had learned about, but I knew nothing about the life of Alan Turing. Um, so I was I was kind of happy with this movie how they like they touched on those two things that are like kind of like foundational in the computing world but they mostly just focused on his life and, and the story of during what happened during the war. Um, so is this a real thing? Interesting. Yeah. Is this yeah. a real true, true event, true mm-hmm. based on a true story. Jesse's yep. yeah. favorite. <laughs> based, yep. based. You know, this was, this held pretty close to real deal. Okay. And this was a real person, right? Or real he's... person, okay. real like father of modern day computing. Okay. Uh, it's fascinating. I mean, it's, if, you know, it was his life is super interesting i mean the whole like you know he was gay and all that stuff like that was super interesting too yeah i mean that's all i mean obviously real and i think the only critique this really movie got to was like that it didn't play that up enough Mm. just like how big of a problem that was and like it it mentioned it at the end you know and that's why he was like chemically castrated by the government in england we're only well again we're talking the 40s no, and like not that long ago you know, and, it, scary. and like under that law you know it was like fifty thousand people were chemically castrated and he committed suicide in his right. 40s like a year after mm-hmm. um and so like i think the only critique was like how that is obviously a huge thing and it definitely was t- you know like it was part of the story but i think some people wanted it to have be more but he, uh 
and then this came out and I mean, they said it at the end, it was like the queen kind of did like a post. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of deal, but hmm. interesting. Yeah. But fun movie, interesting story. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how much more deep we can get than that, but <laughs> I feel like that kid, the kid who plays a younger version of Alan was, uh, oh. I feel like he's in everything like, excuse me. I think he's in everything like British or UK. I feel like nowadays he's in everything. I see his yeah. face everywhere. There's also two, um, black mirror, uh, not references, but two actors from black mirror, that kid who plays a younger version. And then the, the, um, the guy in the very first episode of the pig he's in this one too so i thought that was kind of interesting uh-huh. who was he he was the guy with the he's kind of bald um yeah. i don't know his name oh, you would know like, if you saw him the like headmaster guy like in the, the flashbacks the or the current current game? current current i don't know you would recognize him i can't mm-hmm. i can't think of it all the time in my head but yeah that kid is i feel like in every netflix thing where it's a british kid yeah yeah it's like there's like tons of i mean he's a good actor he's He's really i he's a solid i liked his alan better than benedict cumberbatch i mean they were different i i think i agree he was great right something that i was like thinking about during this movie was the whole like double agent aspect like when they were kind of accusing him like imagine First of all, imagine being a double agent. Second of all, imagine like living in the world where being a double agent is like normal. I feel like it's so strange to think about. Like we talk about double agents and stuff all the time, but it's like, I don't know. The fact of like actually being a double agent is pretty insane. You have to be like a good actor essentially to be a double agent. (laughs) Oh, Well, but the, the thing that I always think about with this is like, I always think of like James Bond and like that's that sort of thing as like, like a CIA agent or like, you know, whatever. But like, in reality, it's just some guy working some job who's like also like sending messages somewhere. Like, like it, right. it, it's, it's way more low key than it, I always think it is. Um, even though it's like legit, like you need to, you know, know how to handle yourself and like not like get the right information. Look at Tippy. <laughs> get the right information, but like not, ask too many questions kind of thing you know um so I, don't know. I, I thought this was i just always think it's interesting when people actually like show spies not like doing like crazy like mission impossible stuff but just like like yeah like i i shoot some information back here and that's that's it right you know i don't know yeah it is interesting yeah i mean and then you hear though some of the insane like there's like you know like been some like video like just like youtube things on like i don't know it was like vox or the atlantic or someone with like the previous like fb or cia head of disguises and stuff and talking about like their spies in russia and like all the like fast changes and disguises and all things where i'm like wait i thought this was only movies like this is real (laughs) life you know and then and then more like this though there was like i think malcolm gladwell talked about like a famous spy who was in uh who was like a double agent for Cuba, I think, like during the Cuban Missile Crisis, but like was in the FBI and just like lied to everyone's face and no one knew, you know, like until after, but they were just like an agent, like doing their stuff. But, you know, everything was getting back. <laughs> like, that's so crazy. I know. I always think about like spies and like spies are real. There's just not a lot of them. 
So like I get anxious in, you know, around like random situations and imagine you're just like living in a like life and death under. I know these people are constantly like on the, not on the run, but they're like constantly on a mission trying to like watch your back. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of fascinating. I remember like when I first started watching James Bond, I was like, that would be such a fun job to be a spy. But I was like, (laughs) I don't know. You're literally constantly running from like people trying to kill you and vice versa. anxiety inducing for sure yeah but if you were good at it and you were you survived it'd be kind of fun but this is kind of like a this is more of a technical james bond yeah and it was it was interesting you know that you know when he was like i know who the spy is it's car whatever his name was and the guy was like yeah of course i know he's really bad at this like i put him here yeah right and i was like oh wow yeah he was like it's like a, you have all the craziness of like a double agent and then you have the extra layer of like right the planted double agent of like yeah i wanted uh someone to leak to the soviets here yeah. right yeah it's it's interesting and like even but like even the the guy who like supposedly is a really bad spy like he still found a way to like get leverage over alan turing by just like threatening to you know expose that he was gay so right like, I mean, that to me seems like a more realistic, like, like I, I go into a place, like I, I find a way to gain leverage over people. So I was like, when he said he was a bad spy, I was like, I thought he was pretty good, you know, like at, at what he was trying to do anyway. But uh, yeah, definitely an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. I think like the whole like gay aspect is so fascinating to me. Like, like you were saying this isn't that long ago but like people were hiding it it's just like even today people still hide it which is crazy that's true like 20 years ago yeah Yeah. i know it's just insane like i mean obviously nowadays it's more like way 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 more like accepted and stuff as it should be but like it's just strange that like it's weird that sexuality can just change everything i mean and you're talking i mean again only in the 40s it's during a war where half the right. other side of the war yes. is just murdering, including yeah. gays. Right. Totally. And then even this is like the allies, which are like the good guys who still are like a lot. Of, I mean, <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> execute them, but like, right. yeah. So it's just really weird priorities. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, we're like, we're engagements like that easy, quick and easy back then. Like, I feel like they barely knew each other. And he's like, let's get married. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's how it was. Like ba- baby boomers essentially are maybe a little older than baby boomers. It was like, you know, they found a partner and they just got married. They didn't have to love each other. <laughs> and there's that less in the middle, like of, you know, like I, they got married because she was like, my family wants me to come home. And he was yeah. like, well, what if you're married? Like, and she, you know, it's like, that'll work. That'll right. Work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so strange. They did, was a good character. They did say the title. They did, yeah. A couple times. Because mm. that is the reference to his paper. Including the, the imitation game. They said the whole thing. Interesting. I didn't write the time code down. Interestingly, they didn't mention both in here. Weird. Uh, I mean, I think, didn't they say like Chubby Rain a few times? <laughs> Do you know what would be fun? You have a movie like this, like back in the 40s or 50s, but you have Michael Myers. <laughs> and then you're going to say like 
a boomer Michael Myers. Steve Martin's Pink Panther spy <laughs> detective is in this movie. That is a great movie, I will say. Do you, want Do you guys want to get into... Well, so Let's... I don't think we have any locations for this, right? We don't, but I can read... I should probably add them. I can read I mean, we, we could. It's Some of it's like well-known stuff, like, you know, in London, but... Um, yeah, yeah maybe we'll London for stuff. sure. I, mean, I think it was all shot. It was like Ox, Oxfordshire. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oxfordshire. Because yeah. I could be very wrong. Um, Buckinghamshire. <laughs> Dorset. I, I, I don't know this for sure, but um, I'm assuming it's well known at this point where Bletchley Park was. But I don't actually know that for sure. So, oh I yeah, I don't. I don't read, see on read here. into that. I, I imagine that probably isn't still a secret. But it looks uh-huh. like there's a couple locations here that were popular, like um, the the tube station, the Aldwych tube station, which I assume is the subway, which is the a hilarious tube. name for it. The tube. I love I just tube station. I love British slang for most things. Yeah. I would say like most of them don't make sense, but like, tube station. Well, no, I'm just, yeah, too, but like that all makes sense. I'm saying like the pronunciation, like how like Shire is sure, right? Like right. Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Come on, I mean, was no, <laughs> come on, come on. I agree. I don't know. We got to go to London, yes, <laughs> but yeah, it's all basically London, so I'll have to add those in there at some point. Um, do we want to do ratings? Yeah, why don't you kick us off? All right. Uh, yeah. For, I mean, like for me, this is not like exactly my perfect movie, but it's got some components that I really like. I like the historical part. I like the computers part. Um, I'll give it an eight and a half uh, Enigma machines. Um, nice. Yeah. I just, it, it was a fun movie for me, but uh, you know, not, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite movie of all time either. Into it. Um yeah, I really liked it. I almost wish maybe it's good that they didn't, that they got a little more into the weeds at some parts. Um, Cause just like the whole breaking of it at the end, like they do address it that like how it was like a stupid, mis- like the Germans were just lazy and that's why they were able to break the machine. But like, that is such an insane part of the story is that they had this basically like, unbreakable machine and it just came down to like the germans setting the codes just being lazy it's like if you had a number lock you know where you have like the four numbers mm. and you swivel them instead of actually doing them random every day you kind of just like pushed them all up five kind of deal like that's like essentially what they were doing with the enigma mm-hmm. and like which lost the war like that that to me is still just so crazy that like really like it's like that is what let them break it um and so like there are some points i wish they did go more into it um but again maybe maybe that wouldn't have worked maybe it was the right call not to um you never know there's probably something out there that does do that but yeah so it was still it was so good i a lot of good characters Mm -hmm. i'd say um even though i didn't i thought ben de was good but not like great, but I actually thought like all the supporting characters were like good, good actors and characters. Like I like that boss guy who's always in the pinstripe mm. suit. Um, I thought he was cool. Uh, he kind of, he was like a Stanley Tucci-esque 
Wasn't yeah, Stanley Ducci? Right. <laughs> Isn't that Stanley Ducci? Huh? Wasn't that Stanley Ducci? Was I, the hair was throwing me off? I'm pretty sure it was. The like, hold on. We need to get to the bottom of this. I'm <laughs> looking it up. I think it was. Well, there's there is a guy out there who looks just like him. Yeah. And his he, name, he's in Kick Ass. He's like the bad guy in Kick Ass too. I, don't I know, know who you're talking about. This guy didn't look. He just looked like he could be Stanley Ducci's nope. brother. It's Mark Strong. Yep, it, it's Mark Strong who's also okay, in Kick yeah. Ass. So this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> he looks identical to Stanley Tucci. And, and then in a pinstripe, like you know, like suit, you got real Stanley Tucci vibes. Yeah, I agree. But he's he's like a little taller, a little less like. But they like look so old looking. Yeah, because they're not. He's not like I, a I do. As soon as you said that, though, I was like, "Yep, you're right." It does give Stanley Stanley Tucci vibes? The Tucci gang. Um, but yeah, and then like all the other mathematicians were good um but yeah so i'll go i'll go seven mm, seven i feel like this gotta be great i know i'm trying to think of the you know i'm like oh what what even sandwiches. seven huh sandwiches never just default seven to sandwiches, sandwiches. <laughs> Seven oh, computers. <laughs> um, seven cumberbatches. But I will say there were there were a lot of moments that I liked the little moment of that I like wish was things. bigger, like the little things. <laughs> um, but like I loved like when he, you know, at the beginning when he like he thought all of them were dumb and he also very not likable character for a lot of it. <laughs> when, yeah. Um, but he like gave Stanley Tucci, I believe it was, the uh, letter to give to like churchill actually you know if he was like if you're going to london can you deliver this letter you know and then it shows up and he's like so churchill's put you in charge now and i'm always like what was that letter and like right. i loved that scene where he's like so i can do what i want right you too you're fired yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> like, you can't do that it's like i didn't say it but churchill did that's funny i do but, like i, I love like that, that whole little it. bit and i almost wish it was like a little more drawn out or like what was in the letter and kind of that stuff and I, I feel like there was there was a few points of that where I was like, oh, I love this little section. I wish it was. I feel that. I feel the exact same way. I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, all right, I will go. So this I had fun. This is a good one. I liked it. Um, this isn't like my really typical genre. I'm not like a war movie person or like I mean, not computers, but like computer person. <laughs> what's the word? There it's like nerd stuff. Yeah, like like Snowden, like Dork. Snowden, like I that type of like, <laughs> like hacker stuff. Like I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I don't know much about it. Like I think that's just why. Um, um let's see. I mean, I, I like the, the supporting characters too. Like I thought Kira Knightley was really good. I liked her character. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was good. Not my typical genre. I don't know. That's that's about it. I thought it was you, in, it was interesting, but wait, what were you saying? Have you watched that Snowden? I haven't one where it's like Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays Snowden. I've seen that. It. See that? I don't. It's just like not my doesn't like interest me that much. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Was it? I mean, I don't know. Is it good? Like, I like Imitation Game better. Okay. Yeah, me too. I, I think I, that one was a little cringy Interesting. to me okay yeah about the little like made for tv movie-esque but gotcha. but higher production than that but like not a yeah Only something about it something. Like, this felt like this felt actually like look good like i think I, I like movies based in like the 40s 50s like just 
you know anything really prior to like the 70s I feel like I enjoy because like I don't know it's just fun it's interesting to see how people capture that on camera especially with like costumes and obviously the backgrounds are going to be CG but and you could actually tell a little bit in a couple of the shots you could tell it was CG some of it um but I think overall they did a good job with like you know the the time period and everything um I read I liked the kid who played young Alan. I I'm not a flashback person. Except for Halloween. Except for, well, there's no, there are some flashbacks where I really enjoy if they're done well and tastefully, but some flashbacks are just kind of like unnecessary. I do think they were actually good in this movie. I think the flashbacks were solid because we needed that kind of, I don't know. It was nice to have that little backstory and like you get, you learn more about him as a character, but then again, they could have put that in the beginning and then it, I don't know. See, I think that was my yeah. thing with Halloween. It was like the flashback was in the very beginning. So it was like they didn't, but then they used random flashbacks 2018. We talked about this last week. I'm not going to get into it, but <laughs> um, I, the, basically I, I didn't mind the flashbacks. I think they were good and they were important. I, yeah. Interesting character. I think being alive during this time and kind of, especially involved in this was super interesting and like having like a girl in there, I feel like was, was in was different from that from that time period i feel like that was just you know they were like are you sure you, you know are you sure you're here for the right reason like basically i think he said he basically was like a receptionist job there was something opening yeah he, he was pushing opening. her to like the secretary secretary he, he he pretty much dismissed her out of hand when she showed up which is so interesting and i feel like obviously that's definitely still an issue i feel like but not as bad obviously but it's like got that whole mad men you know i'm the boss you're the receptionist all that kind of it's so that fits fascinating to me that whole like structural hierarchy is so interesting to me but yeah i think i'm gonna give this like a six um a six floorboards because when he when they put him (laughs) on the floorboard that is terrifying oh and that has that has to be based off something real that has to be there's no way that's just that's gotta happen i just don't know like like you just you hammer in the floor with somebody like that's so messed up crazy i was getting claustrophobia just watching that yes that was insane so yikes but it it this does make me want to watch i think my favorite movie like what i would consider this genre is a beautiful mind i haven't seen it um but i haven't actually watched it since like high school and so now this makes me want to go back to watch that. Is this transition? Is this the same way too? It's not. Um, <laughs> the Thanksgiving classic, A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, no, it just makes me want to go watch that and see if I uh, still really, you know, one of those movies where if you don't visit it in like 10 years and then you go back and you're like, I don't know why this was my favorite. Right, right. But I get that. Yeah, I mean, like as far as subject matter goes, I don't know. It's it's interesting, but not my favorite thing. And I don't know. It's it's cool to see you know what people did, how people kind of did this type of thing back in the day. It's kind of interesting versus now. Like I think there was a point where he said, or someone was talking about like a digital computer. And I just thought that was so funny. Like, wait, you can computer thing, you can do things digitally, like on a computer. I'm like, that it's it's so fascinating. Like not that long ago, like. Now we have all this technology. It's just, it's crazy where we've come like evolution, you know, in the evolution of that, technology. That's why he's like referred to as like the godfather of computing. I mean, exactly. like, this was like the beginning. And, and this is the part that is so mind blowing to me. Cause like, could you imagine like your entire world doesn't have computers and you're just like thinking about 
like like you you just figured out a way to make that out of like random parts and stuff it's like what crazy <laughs> like, that, that, yeah, that's like insane the whole machine you know they build of like they're running the tests you know and they're like doing the settings and they're like okay here we go and they're like waiting it's for it to like long that it. would take anybody <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's this just giant super expensive machine you're like Oh yeah, like when you just even learn about the story the first time, you kind of just picture him like with something like a, on a desk size, you know, like a keyboard size, just being like, boop, boop, and it's just like an entire wall and room of these giant pieces you're like plugging in different ones. I don't know how people like ever like invented that. It's so crazy to me. Yeah. Things like that are insane. Like the, the internet is just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I, I feel like- Abrams there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was gonna say, Sunflare. Now it's gone, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I find it easy to like understand something once it already exists, but the people mm-hmm. who can like just like conceptualize something that like you know could change the the world on the level that, that computers have, it's just mind blowing to me. It's fa- it's so in- insane. And how insane you're thought to be when you like you know like you're back in the 40s and you're like yeah so there's like i go build this machine and and people are like what are you talking like yeah. other smart people you know like other brilliant people are like what are you talking about man you are out there isn't that weird like i feel like people definitely had these kind of ideas back then and was like no you're that's not gonna happen it's crazy uh-huh. it's fascinating i would love to see like a doc almost on this there are docs on this. I'm sure there's docs yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, but yeah, I feel like something like leads. this, something with this subject matter, especially like something I'm not super familiar with, like this type of, I don't know, this type of computer, whatever you call it. I don't know, cracking, whatever the hell you call it. But I feel like I almost would rather see a doc just because it's probably more information, like informative. Like, obviously there is, I learned a lot from this movie, but not, I feel like with a, you know a doc or most like a bio i guess this is technically a biopic but yeah. more informative i guess more like i would almost prefer more like structural information like just spit information at you yeah i think it would be interesting to get more of the like kind of like what jesse was saying like the, like the few parts where you need to go into how crazy it was that it was just like laziness that kind of allowed mm-hmm. or like those types of things whereas this was this movie was more like hey this is the life of Valentine. if i for focus more on like almost like how awkward he was his the fact that he was gay all these different things that happened in his life around this core thing he did Hmm. totally yeah yeah anyway movie news movie news um let's see well it's halloween still so we're cranking through those um Halloween movies we watched freaky with vince vaughn on i think it's on hulu uh have you guys seen that one no it's like Freaky Friday, but a serial killer. It's actually it was actually better than I thought it was gonna be. It's like it's like a horror comedy essentially, which I'm not a huge fan of. But there were some definitely funny parts. Um, Vince Vaughn is a serial killer, and then there's like a high school girl, and they switch bodies. Whoa! It's actually sounds pretty. You're looking good. for like a fun kind of like a fun Halloween horror. I would you could check it out. It's it's like comedy, so it's funny. Sounds um, like a good Vince Vaughn movie. It's a solid movie actually, and like there's a scene where Vince Vaughn is at this point, he's technically the little girl, not little girl, the high school girl, because they switch bodies. So he's in the car with this boy from high school that she likes. So technically Vince Vaughn's like hitting on him 
and they actually like the kid actually acts he does a good job of acting because like he's like is it weird if i want to kiss you right now like he says that it's just funny huh. it's pretty solid buddy like, buddy, buddy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but there's a scene where i i was losing my mind there was a he's wearing like a mask there's a lot of like references like he's wearing like um it's an aaron Rodgers mask like a just a mask and i think it was a callback to halloween because technically michael myers wears a captain kirk mask they just spray painted white and i think it was just like an allusion to the original kirk mask but making it an aaron Rodgers mask but anyway Aaron he's like Rogers. talking through the mask he's like talking and you know it's so hard to hear people through masks um yeah. he's like talking and they never acknowledge that in movies actually which is interesting but there he was talking like yelling and the kid's like he's like i can't hear you and he keeps talking he's like i literally cannot hear you <laughs> it was just like a little thing like it's hard to like you have to see it i, I would love that michael, yeah, michael myers but he tries to talk but then the whole movie is like wait what it's like muffled excuse me <laughs> You know, oh, this is so frustrating. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I would. That, that's a fun one. If you're looking for something to watch, kind of spookier, um, definitely recommend it. It's, JoJo and I liked it. Um, let's see. It's freaking light. Um, and then we rewatched Ready or Not. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. Joe, I think you would dig it. It's like a murder mystery. Well, not a murder mystery technically, but it, it's got that vibe. It's kind of like Clue, Knives Out kind of vibe. Yeah. I think you would dig it. It's like a, it's another horror comedy, but it's essentially about this girl who marries into this. Um, what is going on with my camera right now? Okay, it's about this girl who marries into this family. It's a really wealthy family who got rich off of like board games, essentially. Like their their heirloom is essentially games. So they have to to, to become part of the family. She has to play this game, and that's all I'm gonna say. But it's, okay. it's, yeah, no, that sounds like a movie. I, would I think like. you would really dig it. I think you would really enjoy it. So, yeah. those are the two we watched recently. My movie news is a little bit of spillover from last week, but we we went through and did Squid Game. Um, mm. Finally, uh, I kind of came out like like I thought it was very good, um, mm. but I, I I totally understand where you guys were coming from, where you said like it's kind of been done. Yeah, um, I I would say it's. I can't remember if you guys said this exact same thing, but I, I just kept thinking this is basically Hunger Games plus Parasite equals uh, Squid Game. Um, and then we started watching Secession. Ooh, what do you think? Season yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're not like moving. How far forward. in though? You got to get a couple episodes in to really get into it. I agree. We're, we just did two. So okay. you're getting uh, into the good part. The Bachelor Party one's the yet. best one. Just wait. It's like the seventh one or something. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're going to keep going, so we'll, we'll get there, but uh, yeah, started, started the session, nice. did squid game. Um, Check those off the list. Yeah. I'm sorry. Succession. Curb Your Enthusiasm just started season 11. Ooh. The boy, Larry David. Hilarious. Um, have you guys watched Crypto Enthusiasm? I've seen like a couple episodes, but I'm not super familiar with it. I don't watch it like sequentially. Like I've allocate that's one of the ones I'll just throw on in the background sometimes. Uh huh. Plus, it's got Buddy's theme song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your dog. I love that. My uh, yeah. The the theme song to Curb Your Enthusiasm is probably like just playing on repeat in my dog's head. Wait, that's so funny. That's hilarious. I love thinking about that. Because <laughs> JoJo's like rewatching Gilmore Girls. I don't know if you guys have seen it, Gilmore Girls. 
but there's a like the transitional music where it's like la la. I just think that's in Tippy's head all the time. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, I think I'm trying the to the morning out. show. Oh, I haven't watched the second yeah. season. Is it good? I'm caught up now. Um, I didn't love the first season as much as most people did, but I will say, and I've heard a few people say that the second season is better than the first season. Okay. But it's just a lot. It's just there every single character in that show has like an intense storyline. So it's just it's a lot. That was one of my issues. Like I really liked it. I thought it was a really good show. Um, but that was one of my issues with it was they tried to put so many different stories in that like yeah it still continues that way okay there's a lot um we got uh now that we're uh, ending joe's holiday month of october anyone have big uh like thanksgiving movies they uh watch or november movies before christmas movies start just plain strains Mm -hmm. but there is i'm very excited for christmas time because I have a movie that I'm very excited to pick for you guys that you have not seen. It's a, it's like a horror. It's horror, but it's also kind of, it's kind of like Home Alone, but a horror version of it. Krampus. New Home Alone's coming out soon. That's true. But do you have any like Thanksgiving movies? Planes, trains, automobiles. I'm going to actually look, hold on. I'm going to read some off because. Like the Charlie Brown. Oh yeah. The Great Pumpkin. Right. Like the. Keisha. Kreisha. Kreisha. Oh my gosh. Totally. Uh, I, I I actually thought about that because I was when I was trying to pick for this week I wanted to do like Halloween month Thanksgiving month Christmas month um, outside of like Charlie Brown I can't think of like Thanksgiving movie we could um, although we Charlie could. Brown is great yeah. there's could. Friendsgiving well I was gonna say we talked about possibly doing it in Halloween but if there's like a, a, a group of ep- Thanksgiving episodes of shows. That actually might be good because I feel okay. like there's a lot more content for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the Friends one. And well, we could do like a couple Friends ones. Like there's, there's like every, every season, I think there's a, yeah. yeah. Boy World. One Friends one. You get one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, what we got, like, I'm just going to read some of, I typed in Thanksgiving movies in Google. We have Friendsgiving, Grumpy Old Men, apparently is a Thanksgiving, the ice storm home for the holidays, Turkey hollow free birds. We got, we got, we got options. These the shows or the episode titles. No, these are movies. Oh, movies. Kreisha's up there. You know what? There needs to be more Thanksgiving movies. I'm going to make a horror movie. Thanksgiving. Oh, the- also could have included this at the beginning when we talked about Halloween, though. But watch through that, you know, the movies that made us. Oh, I did. I forgot to watch lot. that. Ah. Uh, all I was going to say is um, the whole Nick Castle thing, I feel like started as a joke. When Isn't he we, great, though? Well, I was about to say when he did Dennis the Menace, you know, and it was like this whole, I was like, I love Nick Castle. And then I watched that and I was like, oh, Nick Castle is actually super cool. He's a really like, cool dude. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I actually really like Nick Castle. Like he, I met him at the convention. Like I got a photo with him and everything. He was like so nice. He was just so cool. And like, it's funny because he, right after he did Michael Meyer, like when he, after he played, cause essentially he wasn't an actor. I'm going to hold my hand uh-huh. here. He wasn't an actor. And basically John Carpenter was like, 
oh, you can like, I like how you, you know, just walk or I don't know. He liked how he walked or something or moved. And essentially that's why he played Michael Myers. And he's like, he really wanted to be like a director, writer, producer kind of thing. And he ended up directing a film called, I think it was, I mean, obviously Dennis the Menace was a box office uh, skyrocketer, but um, I think it was Starman. There's different John Carpenter, him and John Carpenter worked a couple of times. And I think he just like, didn't really get into it as much. I think he maybe was a writer or something, but he, I don't think he really has done much in Hollywood. Uh-huh. And then like, obviously the new Halloween came out. He's, they're like, all right, you can put the mask on again. And act as like, I just think it's funny. Like one role can make you like popular forever for that one little role, which is like literally the kid at, I mean, Joe, you know, you watched the original Halloween recently, but that kid in the beginning who plays young Michael Myers, who's in it for like 10 seconds, maybe that kid goes to the guy. He's obviously an adult now. He goes to conventions like people love him. Like it's hilarious. Like legend just for that one role, one little thing. And uh, but yeah, Nick Castle's great. He's awesome. The best. I mean, that whole the whole episode, it's definitely the way it's shot and like played too. it's very like not serious okay but it's, it's funny to watch it. like such a huge movie and then listen to just like the three guys who made it just being like oh yeah um we just like they had three pumpkins they were like we couldn't get pumpkins and so now so we had three pumpkins and then talking about like doing the music you know and he was like they, I, they were like i think he did all the music in like three days and it was just like you know it's become the most iconic like do 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 like insane it, it, you know, watching that, uh, the movies that made us, it kind of, uh, this is a bit of a stretch, but hear me out. John Carpenter was the Bo Burnham of his era because he did well, everything for that movie. I was ready for a uh, Lynn Manuel <laughs> Miranda connection. <laughs> did, wait, so did Joe, did you watch it too? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a really good, I like that comparison. I've never thought about that. He, I mean, he had some movie flops for sure, but his movies, like his good movies, when they're good, they're really good. Like, have you seen The Thing? The classic. I think The Thing is one of the best well-made horror movies. Like, it's not my favorite. I think it's really, really well done. Um, I just think it's like almost a perfect movie, it, even though it's not my favorite because it's more sci-fi, but it's still really, really good. And I just think like when he ma- when he makes good movies, he makes good movies. But when his bad movies are not great. But like Halloween is like, and it started something, you know, like, the first person perspective thing, I mean, it happened in Peeping Tom in like 1960, but it wasn't really a thing. And like the whole steady cam, like, I don't know. He definitely like jump started a lot of horror. I mean, there's a lot of argument on like what was the first slasher, and, but Michael Myers is definitely one of the most prominent first slashers. Like essentially you could have like Psycho, it could be technically called a slasher, but Michael Myers is like, it just like jump started everything. So yeah, I, I agree. That's interesting. I, I, I didn't watch it. I'm kind of bummed. I gotta, I'm gonna watch I mean, it. You still can. I know, I will. But okay, so who did they interview? They talked to Nick Castle, and who else did they talk to? John Carpenter? They talked to a bunch of people. Yeah, okay. Carpenter, I couldn't Castle. Off all the names, but. Um, the guy who distributed it. Oh, uh, Ma- Malik Akkad or Malik Akkad. I think so. I Mustafa can was his dad, and then he took over. Mustafa did like the original albums, uh, and then Mal- Malik did the newer ones. Oh yeah, this is definitely all the older. Um, you know, it just always cuts to like them in their backyard, and they're just like t- typical old men. Just being, uh, <laughs> so this is how it went down, <laughs> right? Um, but it was it was Nick Castle Carpenter and the 
was he a set guy tommy wallace tommy maybe yeah that sounds He's a right. producer producer yeah tommy lee wallace and i think they like all met at usc like they mm-hmm. were friends um so it was like mainly the three of them talking and then the just dis- the distributor guy who's really funny um, who's like this is we got a call from this guy in england and his name was actually michael myers and he wanted us to like sh- you know wait that's uh, hilarious but it and then they talked about like showing it in i forget which town and like everyone went home and was calling each other you know because it's the 70s and they like were like this was what vi- we knew we had something we had to get it more cities because like it was going viral but in the 70s that's everyone gets home from the movies and starts like the landlines were all tied up interesting see that's a movie i would have loved to see when it came out like halloween is something i would have loved to see like opening day uh-huh. but it was so different than what was coming out around that time yeah yeah but that's fascinating i definitely have to check that out a little fun fact about halloween um robert england or england who plays freddy krueger he was a he like helped out on the set he was like he like he was one of the people who helped like put leaves everywhere because California and there's not really a fall as much. So they had to obviously set dress at like Illinois and Robert England helped out on that. So that was kind of funny. Origin stories. Robert England origins. Robert England origins. <laughs> Definitely okay. worth the watch though. Okay. I'll have to check it out. You probably won't learn a ton new, but you'll really enjoy watching. It's just like a short episode. I don't know if you forget how much you guys are into like docs or horror docs specifically, <laughs> but there on Shutter there is a two-parter now. The new one just came out. It's it's all about 1980s horror, and both docs are like four hours. <laughs> if you're looking to learn a little about 80s horror, definitely check. It's called In Search of Darkness, Part One and Two. <laughs> Whoa, more of a 70s horror person, but <laughs> apparently I am too. But yeah, I think that's about it for me. I don't know if there's anything else. Oh, we saw Dune the other day. Oh, what'd you think of that? So we saw it in IMAX, which I'm very excited about because it was beautifully shot. It was very, very well, very short. I'm glad we saw it in IMAX. The sound effects are really good. Um, I'm not, like, again, going to the sci-fi thing, I'm not a huge sci-fi person. Like, like I, Star Wars is good. It's fine, but I'm not. It's my favorite. So this was just like they reminded me of like a darker Star Wars. Essentially, that's kind of what I got from it. Um, I'm not a huge Timothy Chalamet fan either. I'm not a huge Oscar Isaac fan or Jason Momoa. So, you know, it was kind of <laughs> they were fine. I don't know. I always I describe Oscar Isaac's really having a moment. He is. People love him. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. But I think for me. I describe this people. I describe this movie as like, it was it was almost like cinematography porn. <laughs> like I think they they shot it. They wanted to. I, th- I feel like they made the movie for the visuals, and then the story came second. It was almost like cinematography first, and then story, which is fine. It it looks great, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I know people loved it. Like Jojo really liked it. But she also watched the original as a kid, and I just had no I had no like. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know any information. I didn't know. I'll probably see the second one. Um, I liked it enough where I'll probably see the second one, but it was really long. <laughs> Are they already shooting the second one? It just got greenlit. Okay. So I think they were waiting to see how it does in, um, uh-huh. in the box office, which is weird because Zendaya's in it for like two minutes. She's all over. I feel like I know. Marketing. 
she's literally in it for like two minutes and i think they were prepping it for the second one but like what if they didn't greenlit the second one there'd be like no purpose for that um, if you asked me who was the main character of dune i would have said zendaya probably yeah same <laughs> um did you guys watch it or, or, at all or no nope. i'd be I curious be- to hear what you think about it because I know people loved it. I think people were like Dune fans really liked it. I think I didn't even know it was a remake. Oh yeah, it was a book, and then it was a movie. David Lynch oh. did the movie, and I think it was the oh. So I actually was curious to watch the original too. Um, Interesting. I don't know. I'd be curious to what you think about it. I think it was you know it's visually beautiful, and I think its sound design's awesome. The set location's great. Um, just not a huge. I don't know. Just didn't appeal to me. It's not like my type of story, but I can appreciate it. So. Fair enough. I think that's the same with this movie, actually, The Imitation Game. I'd like it wasn't my typical story, a mythical genre, but I can appreciate it. Like I, I get why people really like the movie. I think so. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm trying to not bash things as much anymore. <laughs> no, bash it. No, I, I, didn't, I actually don't have anything to bash about it though. I thought, I thought it was actually a well done movie. It was a well crafted movie. So. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm all for you continuing to bash everything. Um, I will once in a while bash smooth stuff, but it's just interesting. I've been reading a lot recently and a lot of it's been around comedy, but it's that idea of like understanding like things that people inside the industry or like experts in an area like versus like outsiders Mm -hmm. kind of deal. And like also being able to be like, I get why it's, like a lot of in comedy, it's like the, I get that they're really great at their skill and what they do, but it's just not my comedy kind of deal. But like that in different areas of being like, this movie was really great. I get why it's great. All this stuff, but just like my personal preference. I don't like it. That's exactly how I feel about this movie. The Imitation Game, essentially. And Dune, I guess. Uh-huh. But that's exact. also Saturday Night Live. That's exactly how I feel towards Saturday Night Live. <laughs> like, it's not my favorite because I, I don't like do, I don't keep up with current events. Like, I don't. I'm so lost during the weekend update. I'm like, what is going on? That's how you can stay up to date, man. But I still don't get it though. I I don't know what's real and what's not real. That's the thing. But (laughs) like, I think like I I can appreciate, I know they're good at what they do, obviously. Like they're funny. People love them. I think they're funny. Like when there's the skits that I, there are some skits that I think are hilarious that have nothing to do with current. Like we watched the most recent episode and- um, The Jason Sudeikis one? Yeah. And that was, no, no, sorry. Well, we watched that one, but then we watched the Rami Malek one. Oh, which yeah. was actually funny that one was actually really funny yeah um there were some skits in there where i thought were hilarious but i think that's exactly how i feel about Saturday Night live it's like it's not my favorite thing because i'm not a huge like i don't know yeah i don't know i, I get appreciate it. it though they have their week they have their ups and downs also random colin jost just became the longest uh weekend update anchor he just passed Seth Meyers' record of Dang. Weekend Update hosted. Wow. Random SNL thing, but that's cool. Oh, oh little little news tidbit. The Nightmare on Elm Street house went on sale. Whoa. New headquarters for onset. I and we will be buying it. <laughs> <laughs> A little pricey, but uh, you know. I think we can where see. is it? It's in it's right in LA. Okay that pricey la market um hold on i'm gonna pull it up okay so 3.25 million dollars oh you have to it says all offers must be submitted by halloween Ooh. So they're playing <laughs> into that yeah 
<laughs> Wait, that's hey. Should we do it? Let's you that off. Yeah, let's send in an offer. We'll update you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> On set buys a Nightmare on Elm Street house for two dollars. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we didn't get any other offers. We. <laughs> Oh. I think that's it for me. Is that a wrap? Yeah, I think that's all I got. I think that's a wrap.